Welcome to Minivan Men. I am Al Madrigal. I'm here with Maz Jubrani and the very funny Chris Spencer. We've got a great episode for you today. Stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of Minivan Men. My name is Al Madrigal. Of course, I'm here with the Mazda Brani and Chris Spencer. I am in New York still um, on my what, the third week of The Daily Show, I think. Started officially on the 3rd of January. Right. And uh, I actually just have my first field piece bearing tonight, which is very exciting. So this is be too late, but um, you can watch it at dailyshow.com. I got to go to Atlanta and uh, visit with the number one Mitt Romney supporter in the United States. Hilarious. And, uh, was, it, was it Sue Romney? <laughs> make fun of him. And uh, that was that was pretty great. I also wanted to start um, with an apology. We recorded last week. The last week was our... I've been so militant with these guys about putting out an episode every single week because with the schedules, it's crazy. I mean... Chris is busy writing and working on a ton of stuff. Mods is traveling all over the world. Chris is, you know, traveling. Everyone's got gigs that we're doing. So it's a stand-up schedule. It's a writing schedule. It's an acting schedule. And then, you know, saying this podcast comes third or fourth or any in any particular order, but it's just tons of busy stuff crammed in there. So we've been making this effort just through Hello High Water to come and record and, you know, and it's been tough scheduling Chris, you have a situation right now when your wife went back to work, right? And it's been, yeah, that's it's been crazy. Hard. You know, it's so funny. I was like, I need her to go back to work. And then I was like, baby, I miss you. <laughs> because literally my day ends at 3.30. Like, everything stops and I have to be at home at 3.30 when everybody gets home. See, the people, people, it's, it's funny you said that because um, my, my wife didn't go away but uh, back to work, but, but our nanny had gone on vacation. And um, and I know you guys tease me about that anything all the time, but oh, but, here we go. but no, but I'm just saying it was what was what was crazy is, look, we all at some point, most people. Did you did you guys cry and uh, send her an email letter? Oh my God, no, uh, no, like, we like, yeah we <laughs> we begged her to come no! back. <laughs> no. Triple your pay. No, but but what what but I'm I'm sure you're kind of experiencing Where'd this. Where she which go is, on vacation? Where did Annie go? Oh, she went. No, this, she went back to she went, she went back to Guatemala, man. She went back back home. God, yeah, 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 yeah. She but, was skiing in Guatemala. That's Jorge's. That's Jorge's hood. <laughs> that's right, man. She went out to Jorge's hood. Um, no, but what yeah. I'm what I'm getting at is that um, as parents, most parents, most of us, at some point, you have either uh, a, a relative or someone helping out or a daycare because you got to go to work. Right now, when the nanny was gone and it was in the beginning of the year. So as a stand-up, I didn't have many gigs out of town, so I didn't have anywhere to really put the kids. So it was I was on 12 to 14 hours a day with the kids at, at any given point between 12 to 14 hours. It was me and my wife, but there's two there's two kids. So one kid would drop off. Okay. Right. By the way, no one can relate to your problem. Absolutely, you I can't. That. Yeah, I didn't realize. He was, I didn't realize he was about to say him and his wife were here. No, right. no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Al, no, there's got to. Okay, no, so, no, no, Al, Al, no, Al, Al. Did you? He's about to get to the part where his wife was in a wheelchair the whole time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Al, Al, Al. Throughout, no, listen. When your kids were younger, when you, when, when the girl was, you know, one and the boy was three or four, whatever. Did you spend twelve to fourteen hours a day? seven days a week taking care of the kid or did you have 
uh, some assistance here, or would your wife take them somewhere? Do you understand what I'm saying? Was it you by yourself, or you mean you and your wife? No, no. What it was is because okay. my wife, my wife Where isn't. Wor- hold on, hold on, hold on. My wife isn't working, working, but she is. She's got projects, and she's doing like some consulting stuff. But she's in the house. She's in the house, and I, but she also got to get travel. Tr- right. So what it is is so what I'm trying to get at is I'm trying to get at how tough it is, and what you just said, your day ends at three. Right. My day, like I'd have people say, "Hey, let's have a meeting." At that, I go, "I can't meet you for for another two weeks. I can't meet you because <laughs> right. also because having the one year old who had the eczema who was waking up in the middle of the night. Right. So the night was crazy. Right. And I learned to appreciate even more what you just said, Al. Which there are a lot of parents out there who ha- who do have the twelve, fourteen hours a day right. with the kids. I realized from from. Eight or nine in the morning till eight or nine at night, I was either feeding, cleaning, or entertaining yeah. a, a human being in one way or another. And it's and it's and it's it's crazy because if you have a job, then you go to your job and you right. come back. Right. Yeah. No. That's why I have yeah, so yeah. much no, more really. respect for my wife because it is hard to stay at home. I mean, even I mean, the weekends when you have the kids, if she whenever she goes out of town. Like right now, I'm dreading. She's leaving town this week. Oh. It's me and them. Now, luckily, I'm lucky right now. It hurt, it hurts in the summer. Right now, school. I only have to deal with them from three thirty till seven thirty when they go to bed. Four hours, but it's a rough four hours. Don't get me wrong. It's a tough four hours. It's like hockey. So, but when I'm at home, 12, 14 hours. You ever have you, you have done it by yourself yet? Oh yeah, I've had I've had to take care of like she's she'll be gone. Let's say to do some stuff, and I'm with the kids. See the, the see the, the and here's here's where it all look. My respect for my wife, but also my respect for caretakers, right? Is at another level. I've, I keep saying this. I keep saying the NBA had a lockout. Caretakers should be getting paid millions of dollars. I'm telling you, because it goes beyond. Because what you, what I would do is, I'm, I'm this is like this was a typical day for me. Wake up, get the baby going, or whatever. My wife's kind of helping out, and now I come outside because there's some mess somewhere. I, I, then I look over and there's there's these cats that keep taking dumps on our we don't they're not our cats so now I'm cleaning poo off of my grass I come back inside something's broken now I'm fixing that now my wife's like hey I gotta run out take the baby and I gotta change the baby so it's just continuous and you're looking at the house it's constantly I was do I was doing there was like a few days in a row where I did laundry like the machine was going at all every day. All, the, all day all night and then you would finish and you'd fold. And you put it away, and I'm just it was then then it, then it becomes a thing where you go to the park with the kids and they're playing in the sand. You're like, no, 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 don't get dirty, don't get dirty. Yes, yeah, it's I'm telling you, man, it's uh, tough. Hats off to the moms out there and the caretakers uh, for people like when you know. And, and my whole thing is with you know, there's many years where I did not have a show or anything on the air where we could never afford a nanny at all. So nobody was coming by at any point. And I guess uh, we just did that nonstop. So that's why I'm laughing that you guys had to do it for two weeks. Trenches. That's um, the trenches, my friend. <laughs> no, I was saying two weeks when it was just me by myself. Oh, I know. But they, they have, there's two. There's two. No, he's, he's talking about me complaining oh, about right, right. Oh, okay, gotcha, my two gotcha. weeks without a nanny. <laughs> yeah, just, I think it's that should be a movie. I my mean, life without a nanny. 
It's yeah, not even. It's yeah, not even complaining. You know what? I gotta. I gotta frame it right. I think it's more what you were saying, Chris. It's appreciating. Right. That and appreciating that person. I was like saying. I was like when my wife when she, when the nanny's coming back. I was like, we should go to the airport with flowers. <laughs> You'd be like, you know, bienvenidos. You know, <laughs> limo. Yeah, yeah, don't go home. Just come no, straight to our house. I'm saying a majority of the people out there and a lot of people listening have no one to appreciate because they're just That's on just their duty. Life. 24/7. Absolutely, that's but I also just, think but just, I think but I think most people that's also just regular people's life. You know, but I think also most people have fortunately, I mean you you know, if you're working, you have to have some sort of daycare to drop the kid off to for for whatever several hours, you know, and and that's where again what Chris was saying, whether it's a stay-at-home mom or dad, right. That's that job that you just can't I mean cuz you know, you go you you know, for a guy someone working as an accountant or something, they go to the office and like, man, I had a long day at the office. Right. But it's like the, the wife could be like, yeah, did you have to clean your boss's, you know, <laughs> Did you have to wipe your boss's ass? Did you have to wipe your boss's ass? Because <laughs> I had to wipe my boss's ass. And uh, and then he Bill pooed Burr again. And then he pooed that, again. Bill Burr, has, Bill Burr has all that great material. Like, um, <laughs> any job that you could do in your pajamas is not the hardest oh, job yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah. Okay, when you can pop in a DVD and let them sit in front of it. That's not the hardest job in the world. It's not that difficult. I think we're making it out to be I more dis- than I very, agree. Yeah, I think it's exhausting. Consuming. Yeah, I disagree with it. Ex- no, there's no doubt about it. I want a glass of wine after. I'm just saying it, there's crafts. There's um, You can get them going on different things. I'm married. I'm luckily married to a school teacher. Okay, so then we need to stop talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like him and the nanny. You have a school teacher. Yeah. You're, you're like I'm a married. Psychiatrist. You're, you're like I'm married to a hypnotist. I'm married. I'm married to. I'm married to Barney. Yeah. The kids. Anyway, get... the, well, the point of all of this is that I we are very busy and trying to cram this in, and then I was forcing us to do. Uh, podcast every show like we cannot drop. There's been occasions where we're like, we'll just put one out on Tuesday. And I've been the one militantly saying, no, absolutely not. The people are expecting a podcast every single Monday. We will deliver a podcast every single Monday. And then here, I have this rig. I'm I'm hunched over in a, this Brooklyn apartment right now with a laptop and this microphone that I bought. And then I borrowed this uh, Firewire uh, mic input. What you ever go to England and do one of those pirate radio stations? You ever do yeah, that? that's no, exactly no. what I got. I got, I got Quick, we have a radio station. Come this way. What? <laughs> so I got this whole rig, and I screwed up the rig. I don't know what I did, but um, now I seem to have it fixed and working properly. So I hope my levels are okay. And Jorge, who is our sound guy, has been very nice and and helping me try to troubleshoot the whole thing. And I didn't have the guts to tell you guys that I screwed this all up. So I apologize. Apparently, apparently, apparently that uh, episode we recorded is running somewhere in Alaska. Yeah. (laughs) That's just us two and a blank when you talk. What happened was is that it's just you two guys talking and then there's just no me chiming in. So I'll go off. There might be chunks of dialogue we can save from that, but, um, hilarious. I don't know. So anyway, we're back after the holiday, I guess. Yeah, so let's, well, let's let's take a break and come back and get into it. What do you think? I okay, think that's yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. 
go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Uh, we are back, everybody. Uh, Al Madrigal here from the Brooklyn apartment while the guys are uh, in beautiful Los Angeles where it's not 20 degrees out. Raining. It's actually cold. Um, it's like 58. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, raining. And raining. That's so funny when every, my wife breaks out the uh, the winter gear and now I'm, you know, slushy. I have to walk from the subway to work three of the longest, windiest blocks you could ever imagine. I'm not built to this. So, um, and you know, I'm here, and uh, yeah, again, everything's going well. But I got to go home for the weekend where I was able to attend one of my son's basketball games. Did you surprise them, or did they know you were coming? No, everybody knew I was coming. Oh, you got to surprise them. Nah, everyone's so desperate to see me. I know, I it just... I mean, I'm just saying one of these times... You just got to be like, oh, I'm not going to make it, and then... Oh, okay. When I got home, there was a card waiting for me. Nice. That said, and on, from Lorenzo, you said, Dad, please don't ever leave me again. Oh, um, my and gosh. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. So, so you called the Daily Show, you're like, I quit. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, we spent a lot of quality time together, and we got to go out, me and, just me and him went out to dinner, how funny would that be if you? How funny would that be if you showed up and surprised them and they had like someone like Kevin Christie dressed up with like uh, your hair <laughs> and your hair. glasses, <laughs> like Dad, yeah, Al Christie. No, like, what? Kevin Christie has come over and he they watched the New Orleans game together. Like he's totally been filling in. That's, oh, that's hilarious nice. that you mentioned that name. That's yeah. Funny. But anyway, I went to a basketball game and during the basketball game, my son is by far the best player on the floor. And I'm not saying he's fantastic while we had that basketball court in our backyard. So my son plays. I scored, he scored about 22 points. Damn. It's crazy for a little kid's basketball game. But I, I just saw, I just go, I was yelling from the stands. I go, just move up and take it. Just move up and take it. And so he would just go stand at the top of the key and some little tard would try to half-ass dribble across, and he would just take the ball, steal it. They had two men on him at one point and sort of shut him down, but it was just horrible. So then I go over, and at halftime, this is horrible. These kids can't even dribble. And I paid 189 bucks for this league, which is high for leagues, and um, this is ridiculous. So I go over to the guy... Who's running the whole league and like a crazy person? I go, uh, hey, what's uh, what's going on here with the uh, quality of these players? <laughs> I go, You're hilarious. And I go, do a little dip, huh? And he goes, excuse me. And I go, quality, these guys. What's going on? Do a little dip. <laughs> he goes, I'm sorry, sir. Um, what, what can I do for you? <laughs> I said, um, well, last year. We played in this league, and the kids were actually decent. And uh, some of these kids can dribble. And he goes, well, it's the first game of the season, sir. And I go, I don't care if it's the first game. You know what I'm talking about, right? He goes, I'm sorry. I really don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're paying attention, aren't you? Are you, are you looking up from the scoreboard to see that no one can dribble? Nobody knows what they're doing. They're all hogging the ball. Nobody's passing. 
What's going on? <laughs> and, uh, Boy. He goes, well, yeah, I know. Well, I, but my wife thought I was crazy. And I go, all right, well, last time we're doing this. And uh, I walk back. This is at halftime, walking over the score. And then, because I know he's the guy who runs the whole league. And then I went to the coach afterwards. And Mike, it, it was horrible. Like, everyone was coming up to Lorenzo. Like, no one was even close. The best player on their team was half as good as he is. Wow. And I'll tell you, he's not fantastic. I mean, he's good, but he's not great. So this is the same league that you were in last year, and the, the players were much better. Yeah, it's just La Cunada, Foothill Hoops. You can look it up, it's called Foothill Hoops. And so we thought it was decent. And then a couple of the other dads came up to me and she goes, what's up with these other players? This is horrible, huh? This is terrible. And I go, yeah, I went and said something. <laughs> so I'm being egged on by all these guys. And I just, uh, I went and said something to the coach. This is a young coach. I go, yeah, nobody can triple, huh? What's going on? And his quality really dipped. And he goes, well, sir, maybe we'll see your son in the NBA someday, huh? Jeez. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> so right away, a little kid, which I sort of applauded him. He was a little kid that was coaching the team. He had to be 17, 18 years old. And he fired back at me with that. And I was like, at, the, at some point, I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, I got to give it, like, I, I respected him right. for saying something. And, but I also went, yeah, he's not going to put this on the point. He's not going to play in the NBA. That's it's very good of you to fire back with that. But uh, you get what I'm saying. Let's not be a dick about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this was first practice. But I won't be around to deal with it. I told my wife what I said. She's like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? You're an you know, I'm a crazy person. And um, I can't believe you went my, at half. T- you didn't even wait till the end of the game. You went at halftime to say something. I went halftime. I'm the, like the uh, Friday Night Light dad who kids the quarterback of Colt McCoy. Hey, how 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 old was Lorenzo when you got him started? Started with like basketball stuff. Like he like, was on his first team when he was four, I think. First team at four, right? Because I yeah. took I took Dara to a basketball class uh, taught yeah. by Russians. Uh, Russians okay, don't mess. It, Russians don't mess around. This is like some Olympic family or something. My well, poor. Do they have gymnastics incorporated as say, well? Or was there, there no gym? It was just it was tall. Shaq Corbett. Just tall ass Russians. Uh, fa- uh, brother, sister, and a dad. Um, my son was. Did they play on the Olympic? Yeah, they were. I think they were Olympic. I think they were Olympic. Maybe like national players. I think that one of them played at the, on the Clippers at some point. Point is, these guys oh, are serious. How much does that cost? Oh, it was just a, it was a test class to see if we want to take the rest of the class. So if, okay, so we show up because the reason we went was because the neighbor's kid who's the same age as Dara was going. So these two boys are three and a half. Every kid there is probably like the next youngest is probably four and a half and older, which is a lot for this age. There's one kid playing with these guys who's probably like. Five, five and a half. That was Lorenzo. It was like it was Lorenzo. Well, you're talking about Lorenzo. This kid was hitting shots. This kid was like hitting hook shots, sky hooks. You name it. This guy was hitting it, 
And the funny thing is, my kid wasn't even equipped. Like we didn't know what to, we didn't know what to expect. These kids are all there with like jerseys from this school, you know. Sure. So they got yeah, the colored yeah, yeah, yeah. jerseys. They got the shorts. They got the they got basketball shoes. My boy shows up in Penny his loafers. no in his uh, Mick Jagger tight jeans that my wife has bought for him. Oh, a white t shirt. You know what reminded me of? Remember in Greece when John Travolta goes out for the track team? Yes. That was my boy. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. He was out there Hilarious. trying to be. Now this poor kid. First of all. These guys don't. These guys didn't sit there and go, "Oh, hey, three and a half year olds, this is a basketball. This is how we bounce it." This no, they got right, right away. I look over. Coach has the kids in uh, squat mode, going right, going left, playing defense. He's there's no. He's like, "Okay, everybody, get in position. Go to the left. Go to the." He, I kept hearing him go, uh, "Concentrate, concentrate." I'm like, and my boy is so goofy. He's like running around. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he, he, at one point they got a scrimmage going. My boy was tackling his own players. <laughs> I swear to God, he didn't yeah. know. Cause the other, cause we were like, Dara, get the, when, when he was playing defense, we're like, Dara, get the ball. So now they had the ball. He thought he's always supposed to get the ball. So hit one of his teammates starts dribbling. Dara straight up tackles the player. And I'm like, no, no, he's on your team. He doesn't know what that, he doesn't know what team. He didn't know none of that stuff. Poor kid, he's like, they, their rhythm, the reason I'm asking how old Lorenzo was, because I saw them trying to dribble, the three-and-a-half-year-olds. When you dribble, like your whole body has to get into it. They're right. doing that very stiff kind right. of, and the, the ball. The babies. Yeah, the ball kind of, and, and then the neighbor's kid, too, poor kid didn't know. He like he took the ball and started running with it like he's a running back, not dribbling. And then the worst part of it was at the end when the Russians were giving out stickers for the best players only. So here comes Dara crying. I'm like, what happened? He's like, I didn't get a sticker. I'm like, oh, it must have been a mistake. And then the coaches come. I'm like, yeah, he didn't get a sticker. He's like, you don't get a sticker. Like, He's a kid. They're like, no, only best players get sticker. You don't get a sticker. Yeah, yeah. so I pulled you know, him out. I, I pulled mean, him out. He's not ready for it. He's not ready yet. I'm he's not totally not ready. You know what we did? We did like two <laughs> years. I mean, sticker. he was always boy with a ball in his hands from, you know, he's always – I don't know, just some kids. I had a lot of sports stuff around the house. You guys have the soccer ball there. Yeah, he kicks the I ball. Mean, you know, you he guys... you know, he plays soccer. He does swimming. I think physically kids can do that stuff earlier right. than ba- bouncing a basketball. But you could actually just well, practice with him back you, here. Buy a hoop. That's what I'm going to do. I was going to get a hoop and just get a little ball and just let him just work it yeah, out. Yeah, that's enough for three and a half. He doesn't need to be on the team. Yeah, I don't want Russians yelling at the poor kid not getting them <laughs> stickers. Yeah, no, but you should stickers. also buy uh, a real basketball, not a big one, but they make a junior size. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like a 26.5 or whatever, and then you um, hit him dribbling. You know, like teach, teach your kid how to dribble. That's what I was doing, actually. I, after that, we came home, we tried to teach him to dribble, and that's when it hit me. I was like... We don't need to go to this class again because I tried to teach him to dribble with one of those little uh, little red balls that they they, they use for dodgeball. Right, right. And he just he can't he's not coordinated enough yet to do it, you know. Yeah. So I'm. I'm you happy. know what I would do? Yeah. Um, also, he had a, he had a hoop that was like in between a little school. Yeah. Hoop it's like and seven. An it's like seven hoop. feet. Yeah. Yeah, it was like this little cool NBA. It had all the NBA teams on it. And then it, um, I don't know, yeah, it was about seven feet tall. And you know what I would do? I would go back there and play just by myself. Right, right, right. And he, and he would see that. Yeah. And then he'd come out. And it wouldn't be like, I'm going to force you to learn how to dribble. Yeah. He really just sort of saw me just shooting around. 
And then a couple of my friends came over, and we were all we pick up balls and start throwing them around. And well, that's we the key, I think. Board. I think what you're saying is you got to make it look fun, and it's got to be fun for them. Oh my gosh! Like, uh, you, you saw, and when Christy came over to the house with the Christopher, that hoop in the backyard now. Sweet. That led to that, and then you know when guys come over and four guys play, or dads play against sons and stuff like that. They just think it's the best thing in the world. So basketball just turned into one of his favorite things to do. So he really loves it. Yeah, yeah. But I see what you're saying. Like when he played football for the first time, he they gave the ball. He sprinted off in the wrong direction. He didn't know what. And it just takes a couple of practices. Yeah, yeah. Figure it out. Like so. Yeah, keep at it, but don't spend any money. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to buy exactly what you guys just said. I'm buying the little hoop. I'm going to just like shoot around the same way I do with soccer. I got him in the back, just kicking the ball. Right. You know, it makes it fun for them, you know? Yeah. Uh, should we take a break? I love those uh, little pop-up goals, too. Pop-up goals in the backyard. Oh, yeah. And um, a mini hoop and all that stuff. I mean, and then throw the football around. And you, get, you can buy the tees, the tee ball. You just get all that crap. Yeah, I don't need a new I pro. I just, I just, I don't need to be pro. I just want them to get that scholarship, so I don't have to worry about no, paying I for school. No, I want everybody to be pro. <laughs> All right, Joe, we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back. Minivan men. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. All right, we're back with Minivan Men. Uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, we want to just tell everyone we were really fortunate that uh, iTunes featured us on their homepage the past few days. And um, we hope that you were stars. We are superstars. Uh, so, no, it's, it's pretty cool to be on there, man. And, uh, and, and we hope that you would share the, the podcast with your friends. And also come out and check out us live. Uh, we're all performing all the time. We have our websites. Uh, I'm at mazjobrani.com. Al, you're at what? Almadrigal.com? Yeah. Almadrigal.com. Chris, are you what? My website is still non-existent. Chris is still... He, Under construction. Facebook.com. Facebook.com. You can send him mail uh, in the post office. Yes. Um, but no, but also we got dates coming up. Uh, I know that I'm going to be in Sacramento at the Punchline in early February. I'm going to be at the Wilbur Theater in Boston in March. Uh, Chris, where are you going to be? Uh, this Thursday, which is January 26th. No, I'm sorry. The 27th and 28th, Friday and Saturday, I'm at the Fantasy Springs Resort Casino at the Improv. Where's that? That's in near Palm Springs. Okay. Fantasy Springs. So if you're in that area, come check a brother out. And then April, no, March 30th, April 1st and April 2nd, I'm at the Cleveland Improv. But we'll talk before then, guys. We'll talk before then. And Al, where are you going to be at? Um, I'm going on tour with, uh, I guess we're doing Daily Show and Friends, and that's all going to happen in the future. But anyway, I'll just keep you up to date. With this gig and me having to go home, I'm not doing too, too much. And anything I'm doing, I don't want anybody to know about. So um, <laughs> I'll tweet, because I'm trying to work on new material. I got an hour special for Comedy Central that I'm going to be doing in the fall, and I want to work on new stuff. I don't want T.J. Miller showing up uh, and writing about my sets. Oh, yeah, uh, did you guys see that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's we gotta, that? We got to talk. We got to talk. We'll just talk about that in the next episode. Um, uh, but okay. people stay tuned to, to, to hear about that. Uh, please get in touch with us at minivanmen at gmail.com, right? Uh, yeah. Also on Facebook. Uh, we're facebook.com slash minivanmen. Write us what you think, yeah. suggestions, what you want us to talk about. And uh, say, say hello. Uh, we look at all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, everybody. Hit us up. Thank you for listening. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks.